This episode of Local Knowledge is presented by Dow. How can the game of golf shape a more sustainable future? Dow is teaming up with the LPGA and LET to answer that question through its new role as the association's official sustainability resource. Matsuyama is Japan's first Masters champion. Quick, what do you think will go down as the most impactful win of 2021? Was it John Rahm claiming his first major in dramatic fashion at the U.S. Open? Colin Morikawa drawing Tiger Woods and Ben Hogan comparisons at the Open Championship? Or how about Phil Mickelson becoming the oldest major winner at the PGA Championship? Surely, one of the game's all-time most popular players making history has to be the answer, right? Actually, it's not. When it comes to an event that has a wide-reaching and potentially long-lasting effect, it's Hideki Matsuyama's win at the Masters. And it's not even really close. In conquering Augusta National in April, Matsuyama became the first Asian to win the Masters and the first Japanese player to win a men's major of any kind. Slipping on a green jacket is a life-changing event for anyone, but for Matsuyama, it could have repercussions that extend far beyond him, and they haven't even been really felt yet. So now you have this one part of the world, Japan, which is as fever pitched about our sport of golf than any country, and no one more, but maybe, you know, you could say somewhere on that, on that plane again, but no country loves it more than Japan. And That's CBS's Jim Nance, who called Hideki's historic win, and who was clearly aware of the magnitude of the moment, even as it unfolded. I can't even imagine how his hands weren't shaking the whole time. My hands were shaking, and I was just broadcasting it, okay? I, I, I had sweaty palms to hold the I felt it, because I could understand the pressure from, as, from the outside. So how can one win shape the golf economy of an entire nation? And what was the state of golf in Japan before Matsuyama's landmark victory? I'm Alex Myers, and this is Local Knowledge, where we take a deep dive into some of the game's most compelling stories. On this episode, we examine Hideki Matsuyama's Masters win, and the impact it will have not only on the Japanese star, but his entire nation as it hosts the 2021 Summer Olympics this week. If you watched Matsuyama's win from the US, you might have sensed his win resonated in a big way back home. But you probably don't realize how big a deal it really was. It's hard to comprehend because, well, it's just different. We don't really have national heroes like that in, in the U.S. That's Golf Digest senior editor Mike Stachura, who covers equipment and golf business, and who wrote a story about the ripple effect Matsuyama's momentous victory could have in his homeland. You know, the only thing I can think of that would be similar uh, is when the U.S. won the gold medal in hockey at the Olympics in, in 1980 against the, the Soviet team sure. and and all those guys, you know, whether they were, you know, stars on the team or just, you know, worker bees became instant celebrities. Right. Well, Hideki already was a massive celebrity. And as we arrive at the Green Jacket winner's attempt to win a gold medal in his home country, Stachura and others in the golf industry think the makings of another golf boom in Japan and beyond is possible. No offense to Mickelson, Morikawa, or Rob, but their major wins won't register at the same level as Matsuyama's. You've heard it countless times since Hideki's win. It's great for the game. And maybe that's lost on people that are fringe golf fans. What does it mean it's good for the game? Well, our game isn't about what takes place just in the United States. 
Our game, unlike a lot of sports that we follow here, it truly has a worldwide reach. We'll get into all of that, as well as the many ways Matsuyama figures to personally benefit. But first, let's examine Japan's pivotal place in the golfing universe. Japan's initial golf craze started in 1957, when the country hosted another international event, the Canada Cup. The sport had been around since the turn of the century, but World War II had halted its spread with Japanese military and eventually U.S. forces seizing control over many of the country's golf courses. But that year, the Japanese team of Torikichi, Pete Nakamura, and Koichi Ono won by nine shots, dusting a pair of American golf greats, Sam Snead and Jimmy Demerit, in the process. The country got its first major champ two decades later, when Chako Higuchi won the LPGA Championship. But it was in the late 1980s when the sport really took off, thanks in large part to a booming economy that was fueled in part by advances in technology and a rapidly expanding automotive industry. At the peak, there were more than 12 million golfers in Japan, playing more than 2,500 courses. But when the country's economic bubble burst in the early 1990s, a decade-long recession followed, eventually cutting those participation numbers in half. As Statura reports, Japan is still easily the world's second largest golf market behind only the United States, and the country accounts for about one-fifth of the global golf business. In fact, Japanese golfers actually spend more per golfer than Americans. But even with a passion for the game, the land of the rising sun has not been the land of rising revenues the past decade. While worldwide equipment sales are up 11% in the past five years, they're down 1% in Japan. Hundreds of the country's golf courses have been converted to solar farms in recent years, and there's a sense of urgency to attract newer, younger golfers as its current crop of golfers age. When it comes to doing that, the main impediments of time and money are universal, but they're even tougher to overcome in Japan, where most golfers have to make long drives to get to courses located outside the cities. In fact, there are plenty of Japanese golfers who technically don't even play golf but instead just exclusively hit balls at some of the country's famed driving ranges. Here's Joe Gorwin, ambassador for the Teheo Club, which runs 18 courses in Japan. I think they, they really cherish the opportunity to play as well because it is so difficult to play because it, 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 it'll take you an hour or two just to get to the golf course. You know, and they play nine holes and then it's the break of an hour after nine and then they play the second nine. So they're really, really, it's, it's a full day. A day out in the golf course is probably a little bit more special. Right for them because of how difficult it is to get out there and, and, and do it. Right. Um, but yeah, they're still golf crazy. They love it. As you can probably tell by that accent, Joe wasn't born in Japan. But the Australian PGA member has certainly come to know the country by working there the past seven years. And he saw firsthand just how much the win meant when Matsuyama tapped in to close out the tournament at what was a little after 8 a.m. on Monday morning in Japan, April 12th. And I was in head office, which we're in, in the middle of Tokyo, and there, and there was tears from my colleagues, mm. um, you know, where I was in the golf industry. Um, but the golf industry at large was, it was just ecstatic. It was, it was unbelievable, uh, it, just the emotion um, from the people in the office, um, but also, you know, my, my wife, my wife's parents and, and those types of things. They were, it's an unbelievably big moment in, in Japan sport, um, and of course, golf, but... Japanese sport in general. I mean, Hideki's a superstar, but to win the Masters, I think they hold, I would say they would hold the Masters in the highest regard. Andy Yamanaka, Secretary General of the Japan Golf Association, also described an emotional scene after the country produced its first Masters champion. 
you know, how many Japanese fans or audiences cried in front of the TV,、mm. including,、uh, you know, Tomi Nakajima, one of the Japanese legends who was a TV commentator for Japanese TV. And he couldn't say anything because he was just crying. And,、uh, and it was definitely、uh, the biggest news. Uh, the greatest news for golf in Japan ever. The minute Matsuyama won, the country's national alert system sent out a notice of congratulations. Of course, most of the country was already well aware. More than half of the country's TVs were tuned in to Matsuyama's win, a number that was hurt at least a little by the fact that many were already supposed to be beginning their work week. The fact is, in, in Japan, You know, the Masters was probably on at four or five o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and the Japanese people don't take off work. <laughs> so, literally, they would take the train early into work and all gather around TVs at work to, to be enthralled by this. You know, so it's again, it's, it's, a, it's unlike anything in, in, in our country. As you can imagine, The media coverage was crazy. One newspaper, Sankei Sports, even published a graphic that showed how Hideki played all 72 holes of the tournament. If you work in print media, you know how wild that is. The reception from the country's leaders was just as robust. It only took a couple weeks for Matsuyama to receive Japan's Prime Minister's Award for lifting the spirits of his nation amid the COVID pandemic, as well as doing the same a decade before. When he was the low amateur at Augusta National, shortly after a devastating earthquake and tsunami killed 18,000 people there. So there's no doubt Hideki is a national hero, and that golf holds an important place in Japan. But it's still a game that has been sputtering there for basically as long as the 29 year old has been alive. Can one event really change all that? By naming Dow their official sustainability resource, The LPGA and LET are taking action to advance environmental stewardship and inclusion through golf. The expanded collaboration is an evolution of the success achieved at the inaugural Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational in 2019, which became the first LPGA tournament to be GEO certified. Together, Dow, the LPGA, LET, and partner GEO are embarking on a four year journey to create a strategic blueprint for sustainable action across women's professional golf. This blueprint includes extending existing initiatives on equity, diversity, and inclusion and strengthening approaches to climate change, biodiversity promotion, and reductions in resource use and waste. From athletes and tournaments to facilities and fans, this new collaboration aims to impact every area of the sport and do its part to enhance the well being of people and planet. For more information, visit dow.comslash golf. As we saw with Tiger Woods' first Masters win in 1997, one person is capable of spurring a golf boom in a country. Among other things, Woods' arrival instantly helped participation rates and significantly raised pro golf's prize money. The sport went from being stuffy to cool almost overnight, and that effect is still being felt as we near the 25th anniversary of Woods turning pro. There's not a young star today who wasn't influenced by the 15 time major champ, even if some elements of Woods' influence. Didn't pan out as expected. Nike, for instance, went headfirst into golf shortly after Woods turned pro, but has since discontinued its equipment business to focus on shoes and apparel. And it's, it's hard to say 
whether he can fundamentally shift the, the marketplace in, in Japan because it has the same impediments that that golf has in the US. I mean, Tiger Woods, for as remarkable as he was, helped participation, but I wouldn't say that he did incredible things for uh, Nike's equipment business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, if the greatest player in the history of players uh, and the greatest marketing athlete ever uh, can't necessarily single-handedly raise one company, there are some impediments in place. And, and those impediments are probably even worse in Japan than they are in the U.S. just mm. because of the geography and, and the socioeconomic uh, hurdles that are already in place. Then there's the timing of the win. As in the U.S., golf in Japan has been one of the few beneficiaries of the COVID pandemic, since it's been viewed as a mostly safe activity. On one hand, Matsuyama winning a major championship in 2021 should only accelerate that bump. Then again, the Masters champion having to immediately quarantine with his green jacket for two weeks after wasn't exactly the triumphant return one dreams about and was a far cry from the ticker tape parade Higuchi got in Tokyo after winning the 1977 LPGA Championship. Even worse, two months after winning his first major, Matsuyama's positive COVID test forced him to withdraw from the final major of the year, the Open Championship. It's tough to grow the game when you're not playing the game's biggest events, but Matsuyama is expected to tee it up at Kasumi Gaseki Country Club for the Olympics. It's a venue most accomplished Japanese golfers are familiar with, having been the host of the country's junior championship for nearly five decades. Matsuyama has had plenty of success there as well. It's where he won the 2010 Asian Amateur to earn his first Masters invite. Now as the Masters champ, he's one of the favorites to win there again, and he'll be under tremendous pressure to perform well, which for him is nothing new. He's already you know, been, the, uh, been the face of Japanese golf on the global stage for a long time. And he's had to deal with that. Um, and, you know, it, again, it's hard to describe how, how much sort of responsibility ha- he has in that space. Kala Morikawa, a fellow major champion with Japanese roots, certainly understands Matsuyama's unique and arguably unenviable position, having played with him on the PGA Tour the past two years. I mean, you could see kind of the weight on his shoulders because he's played for so long. You know, he's been a pro. He's been that one pro that's been on the PGA Tour from Japan that really could do it. And they they put so much weight into him and so much pressure, I feel like, that once he won this, like, it it just made him relax, I think. You could see that smile on his face, and he's a pretty serious guy um, when he's playing. But, you know, to see a smile on his face after, um, it's amazing. Put simply, he's kind of a big deal. No, like, a really big deal. Matsuyama looked uncomfortable when asked about his rock star status after winning the Masters, but that's what he is. And at least he has some company. 3-2. Otani, right center field, and deep, and gone! 34! It's been quite a year for Japanese athletes. Shohei Otani has been baseball's biggest star, becoming the first player ever to make the MLB All-Star Game as both a starting pitcher and a positional player. While both Yamanaka and Gorwin acknowledge baseball is by far Japan's most popular sport, they also say Matsuyama's celebrity status is on par with the man quickly becoming the face of Major League Baseball. 
As we approach the end of the Tiger Woods era, we know it's possible for a golfer to be a country's most popular athlete, as Woods has been for much of the past two decades. But Woods was a phenomenon, the likes of which golf had never seen. Working in Hideki's favor, however, is the loftier status golf has enjoyed in Japan for over six decades. It's a place where the women's game, thanks to another phenom, Ai Miyazato, is even more popular than the men's. So it's not unusual at all for golfers to be treated like gods. You know, these legends, uh, even for those who don't play golf, they recognize these players. But uh, Hideki uh, is, you know, one of the uh, that uh, category, uh, which is, you know, everyone like small kids, people who never met golf, uh, or even senior people, uh, they will definitely recognize Hideki uh, wherever he is. It's easy to spot Hideki's group at a PGA Tour event as well. If you've ever followed him during a round, you've undoubtedly noticed the gaggle of Japanese media that tracks his every move. Tiger is the only golfer who draws nearly this type of attention from the press. There are more people following Matsuyama inside the ropes than there are fans watching most tour pros. And again, this is in a country on the other side of the world from where he was born. But as Action Network sports business reporter Darren Rovell points out, this extreme media coverage of Japanese athletes is nothing new. They take tremendous pride in guys that have made it. Um, and we really first saw this in baseball um, with Hideo Nomo. I mean, they, they just love their people. They're obsessed with them. And, and so, you know, even if he's not performing week in and week out, uh, and I just think, again, they just love golf so much, which is so hilarious given the relative lack of space they have in the country. Having a 29-year-old win the world's biggest golf tournament will certainly help draw more and younger people to the sport in Japan. The question is, how much more? There are the these sort of almost physical hurdles that are hard for one player to make a difference. Um, but I do hear some signs, and I think I mentioned in the story that you've got some, some young non-golf celebrities mm. sort of making videos about them playing golf. And so there's, there is this uh, resonance uh, of golf is sort of cool and it's, it's not thought of as an old person sport in some respects, you know, there, there's, there's, there's this, I think Hideki's win kind of accelerates all of this in terms of how sort of the established golf market in Japan deals with uh, a younger generation. A green jacket comes with all sorts of appearance opportunities. And Matsuyama's personal calendar could easily be more packed than a weekend tea sheet. But as Statura notes, it's hard to see the reserved and humble Hideki doing anything flashy, like teaming up with any celebs to promote the game. After all, this was a man who was photographed in the Atlanta airport sitting by himself with his green jacket slung over a seat as he waited to fly economy back home. And he's kept his personal life so private that he somehow managed to keep the fact he was married a secret. Only after his close call at the 2017 PGA Championship did he reveal his wife had given birth to a daughter. So he's not the kind of guy who's going to be making tabloid headlines hitting Japan's nightclubs. Yamanaka assures there's a more outgoing side to Matsuyama, but few get to see it. 
when he is with his friends or people that he knows well, he changes his character.、Mm. He talks much, he jokes much, he drinks a lot,、uh, <laughs> and he is just young kid. Right. But he's he's very shy guy. Despite a language barrier when he's in the U.S., Matsuyama's interpreter Bob Turner is always nearby. I saw some of that joking around when I had the pleasure of playing with Matsuyama in his 2019 pro-am. Sadly, we only got to play three holes before a thunderstorm rolled in, but I'll never forget him getting a big laugh out of imitating the weather alarm going off. Although, thinking back on it, I'm pretty sure he was just happy to get out of playing in a pro-am so quickly. The other thing that's Probably not spoken of very much, but seems obvious to all of us who cover golf on a regular basis. You know, Hideki is not a salesman, <laughs> right? You know, he he's、uh, he's all business, which is has a certain appeal, except when you're calling on someone to be,、uh, you know, Mister Market Force. He's not a showman either. In fact, the lasting image of the 2021 Masters arguably came not from Matsuyama but from his caddy. Shota Hayafuji, whose touching final bow to the course on Augusta National's 18th green went viral. Another hurdle might be how much Hideki plays in Japan. With the most prestigious and highest-paying tournaments in the U.S., he's almost played on the PGA Tour exclusively since earning his card in 2014. One of the only problems is we we don't see him all that often here. You know, typically only plays twice a year, once or twice a year. Comes back from the U.S. at the end of the year.、Wow. Um, but he's right up there. I mean, in the, in the pantheon of, of of sporting stars, there, you know, over the from whatever sport, he'd be right at the top of the list now. I mean, if he's not number one, he would be. Close to. Of course, we know fans from his home country are still watching his every move, even if it's from afar. It's only been three months, but insiders have already seen a Matsuyama effect. Yamanaka says the overall number of golfers is up a whopping 10% since last year. It's a leap that certainly has to do with COVID and other Japanese golfers playing well, like the LPGA's Nasa Hataoka and Augusta National Women's Amateur Champ Subasa Kajitani. But Gorwin says Hideki deserves most of the credit. And Matsuyama-related merchandise and memorabilia are in high demand. An example: There's a retailer here called Golf Partner. Golf Partner have retail outlets. You know, there's hundreds of them all over the country. And the, and the following day on the Monday, they had a special where I think I'm right saying this: it was anything that was、um, Strix and you know clubs. They had special offers.、Um, you know, it was a certain discount on on all those types of goods, whether it's clubs and towels and balls and things like that. And they were sold out.、Mm. I mean. The, the Japanese golfing public went nuts. As someone who grew up in Australia during the 1980s, Gorwin can appreciate how much one person can influence an entire sport. He credits Greg Norman for inspiring people like him to pursue a career in golf. Not to mention a wave of great tour pros, including Adam Scott, who became the first Aussie to win the Masters in 2013. Gorwin says he's already seeing the beginning of a similar movement taking place in Japan. I work for Tayo Club just regular hours, and then in the evening I still do a few lessons for people. And after the、um, after Hideki won, the driving ranges were full. I mean, full of. And what was interesting, it was it was young university students, and you'd see groups of them getting down there and and, and hitting a few balls.、Mm. Um, um, our tee sheets are full. You know, people are out playing. Of course, COVID. You know, everybody's stuck here, so but the you know golf is considered a safe place to play. You know, to spend some time. Um, but there's definitely been an uptick in people hitting golf balls at, at driving ranges, people playing golf, buying equipment. I go into retail stores and things like that, and there are there's places are full. I mean, golf is huge here. But just how huge can it get? 
Statura reports the number of overall golfers had been cut nearly 50% from the peak of more than 12 million a quarter century ago. Could Matsuyama's win help bring that number back? It could, but we might need nearly that long to find out. I think what's interesting to me is what happens 10, 15 years down the road, because there's no question that there are a lot of parents with younger kids who, who see, saw Hideki's win, and just like with Tiger's win in 1997, their kid is going to be the next Hideki. And we're going to find, you know, is there going to be a rush of those types of uh, stories 15, 20 years from now? Uh, and, and we have this kind of uh, Japanese wave of, of great players that grew out of Hideki's win. Okay, we've talked a lot about the impact Matsuyama's Masters win could have on his home country. But what about the impact it could have on him personally? As in, dollar dollar bills, y'all. Matsuyama is the best golfer in a country that loves golf. He's the first Japanese player to win the world's biggest tournament. And he doesn't turn 30 until next year. Let's just say those are favorable terms to bring to the negotiating table with new and existing sponsors. I'm not saying Hideki can go in and, and say, pay me whatever, but I also think that they would be willing to pay him just about anything to, right. to, uh, right. to stay on the, on the payroll. I mean, their, their uh, products are, are routinely among the best sold in, in Japan, but not not guaranteed and there's been renewed and uh, accelerated interest in American companies like TaylorMade and Callaway in that marketplace and Titleist, uh, Ping as well. So it, it, none of those companies right now can claim the master's champion as their guy. In other words, show me the money. But how much money? Before the final round at Augusta National, ESPN's Andy North made this bold proclamation about the potential value of Matsuyama's Masters win. I can't even imagine how much money this would mean to him, besides, sure, being the king of Japan. I mean, this is not a crazy person talking, but I think a win here would be worth a billion dollars. Yep, that's one billion dollars, which is a lot of cheddar. Masters champs have long reaped big green rewards that go beyond that jacket but Matsuyama's particular situation seems to have him set up to do even better. I, I think there's no question it'll be more because of uh, the the Japanese connection and you know it's it's all focused on him. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're talking about a, a U.S. player, there it's more fractured and there's more opportunities. But if you think that that he's getting uh, right now prior to the Masters, you know maybe. 10, maybe $12 million in endorsement contracts at, at least a year. That's conservatively tripling for, for the next 30 years. Golfers certainly have an edge as earners due to their longevity. And 30 years at 30 plus million gets you right around that big B number. But Rovell isn't quite as optimistic about Matsuyama's potential future earnings. I had a hard time getting my hands around that number. I mean, you know, if you look at Tiger and endorsements alone, he's at probably 1.2 or 1.3 billion. So it's just hard to think that no matter how targeted uh, and, and how much advantage Matsuyama has by winning, you know, arguably the most coveted major 
and and having the Japanese advantage and being the first Japanese man to to do that. Um, <laughs> It's amazing how how fast that number flew around. I mean, <laughs> as, you know, as someone, I, I, I must have gotten 8 million people asking me, like, is this real? Does this make sense? Right. And um, and initially, I have to go back to my tweet, but I think from the very beginning, uh, I didn't think that was a realistic number. That's not to say Ravel doesn't see major dollar signs in Matsuyama's future. He believes the win would earn the golfer at least 100 million, even if he never wins another tournament. But to approach Tiger's level, he'll need to stay relevant, like, well, Tiger did. And Ravel points out he'll have to do that against arguably more great golfers and certainly more global golf stars than ever before. Plus, there's the matter of Matsuyama's motivation. How aggressive does he want to be? Would he risk cashing in big at the expense of his golf game, like we've seen other major champs before him do? For someone who still admits to being uncomfortable in front of the camera, it seems unlikely. Which is not to say Matsuyama's muted personality is necessarily a drawback within a Japanese culture that values more reserved stars. In fact, Ravel believes it's a plus for him in his home country, where the bulk of his endorsement money will come anyway. He loses nothing in Japan. Like, you know, we can impose our US-centric view on Naomi Osaka, and she's crushing it because, you know, her, her timidness is valued. Right. Uh, so, so, so I would say we got as, as someone who's, you know, put my and our values on an international star before, I would say I've learned and we can, we can't do that. Now that does mean that in this country, it does have an effect, but right. he doesn't need us. Matsuyama is one of the betting favorites for the 2021 Olympic men's golf competition. But when it comes to potential crowd favorites at a sporting event, it'd be hard to think of anyone who would have had more support. We say would though, because unfortunately due to COVID, there will be no fans at this year's summer games. Those restrictions have dampened enthusiasm for all the events, but in particular for men's and women's golf, which should be in store for more attention in its second Olympic go-round after being left out for more than a century. Having Japan as the host country couldn't be more different than Brazil where a golf course had to be built just to accommodate the sport's return. And after lackluster participation from the game's top male pros in 2016, this year's field is significantly stronger, even with world number one John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau testing positive for COVID just days before the tournament started. Rikuya Hoshino would join Matsuyama as the other male golfer representing Japan, while Nasa Hayatoka and Monet Inami will play for the host country in the women's competition. Needless to say, a gold medal would raise any of their profiles, but in Matsuyama's case, it actually wouldn't have nearly the effect. Like in the US, for golfers in Japan, winning green still carries a lot more weight than winning gold. That's a lot different than in nearby South Korea, where winning an Olympic medal is the only way for the country's male athletes to avoid a required two-year stint in the military. Sung Jae-im acknowledged a master's win wouldn't even get him out of that on his way to finishing runner-up at Augusta National last year. Still. Hideki's Olympic participation will be a huge source of pride for his nation and another chance for him to re-energize the golf industry. That's not to say he hasn't already been doing his part. Hideki has long been extremely generous giving back money to youth golf, both in Japan and the United States. But with his unprecedented position, there's a chance to do even more now. Not that the guy needs any more pressure on him. You look at someone like Tiger, 
he made a commitment, not necessarily to golf, but he made a commitment to education. And that's in many ways, that's going to be as important a legacy as anything he's done. Right. I, I do think Hideki has maybe an opportunity to become uh, bigger for the game of golf in Japan than Tiger was for the game of golf in the U.S. That's a high bar to live up to, especially considering his country's golf legends that came before him, from Higuchi to Ozaki to Aoki to Miyazato. Heck, Hideki wasn't even the current Japanese player who was predicted to win a men's major first. That would be former team phenom Yo Ishikawa, who was born five months before Matsuyama. But with one historic win, Hideki has certainly caught and surpassed them all. With no fans allowed at the Olympics, though, he won't get the true hero's welcome home he deserves. At least, not yet. Matsuyama mania isn't going anywhere for a long time. When he comes back and plays in the Japan Open and hopefully one of the other ones, I can't wait to see the crowds. I, 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 I sort of guess that it might get back to similar to what it was like when Jumbo was dominating over here. You know, just hundreds and thousands and thousands of people following him. A little bit of a different character to Jumbo, but yeah. I hopefully he has that effect. Um, so it'll be interesting. I can't wait to see. Local Knowledge is produced by Gregory Gottfried with editorial guidance from Sam Wyman. Our music for today's episode is called Reverie, and it's by Ghost. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to Local Knowledge wherever you get your podcasts. And check out Golf Digest's weekly gambling podcast, Be Right. Thank you.